0: Welcome to the Dirty Laundry After Show. My name is Brooke B and I am the writer, director, and producer of Dirty Laundry, a Brooke B Productions audio drama series. Listeners, I want to warn you that there may be spoilers in this episode, so if you haven't listened to season one of Dirty Laundry or episode one and two of season two, which just started back September 21st, you might want to do so before listening to this after show. Today, I have with me Daniel Pareja. He plays the role of Jose Reyes in Dirty Laundry. Welcome, Daniel.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for being here. So let's just jump right in. Can you tell our listeners what it was about this production that interested you?
1: Well, um, I saw the description of the character of Jose, um, and I wondered if it was something that I could actually perform. I had not had a lot of experience with any kind of voice acting Um, so I I, you know I thought well you know maybe the best way to get started would be something that kind of uh, I can relate to so it described the Latino recently divorced man in his 30s (laughs) and I thought to myself well that checks off all three I have experience (laughs) in these things so uh, not that much of a stretch And um, when I when I saw the first scene, I mean, when I read the first scene, um, what what got me was, um, I guess, the relationship and the dialogue between the two characters. Mm -hmm. um, You know, it was something that I could do smoothly. Yep. You know, it's something that came kind of natural. Uh, This this moment where you're like flirting with somebody, giving a lot of thought to that moment, you know, where Mm -hmm. you're in the beginning of a of a new relationship after you've come out of an old one, okay. you know? So it was just this moment. It just kind of struck me. So that's what really interested me in this particular role. I'm very happy that I got it.
0: I'm very happy because you are killing it.
1: <laughs> and thank you, thank you. That's, that no feels problem. really good to hear.
0: Of course, of course. And that kind of uh, goes into my second question with the similarities between you and Jose. You said Latino, recently yes. divorced, 30s. With you being able to check off some of those boxes, Mm-hmm. between you and jose it's clear that you can totally relate to this character in more ways than one um so thank you for sharing uh, some of the similarities between you and jose Um, and thank you for telling us a little bit about your character so we're gonna get into it jose has been busy okay <laughs> busy mm-hmm. he's dating eva who is sean's little sister scandalous He's mm-hmm. still messing around with his ex-wife, Maria. And after the season one finale, we see him flirting and going into bathrooms with Naomi. So what do you think makes Jose such a ladies man?
1: Well, honestly, this is something else that I kind of relate to, which is um, I, I don't know. I see Jose as a man who is bound by his desire.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: you know um and 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 the way that the character was described first when I first started was mm-hmm. that he was a man who lost his marriage because he worked too hard yep. he worked too much mm-hmm. uh, his obsession with work so it seems like he's driven by his desire mm-hmm. and that includes women too um right. and so he has to succumb to this desire yeah. so he's a slave to it right. you know
0: Ooh. that's how I
1: see him I see him as a slave to this condition right. Uh, of, you know, perpetuating this personality of, of, you know, being with women. I don't know if he is really feeling satisfaction
0: mm-hmm, throughout mm-hmm. this,
1: um, you know. So I, I think that that's, that's why, I, you know, he seems like a ladies' man is such a positive thing <laughs> in society, how we describe yeah. it. Right. But in reality, this is somebody who's kind of bound to this condition.
0: It's true. And it's it's funny you say, you know, he kind of gives into his desires. He's kind of almost like a slave to it. And, you know, we see a lot of scenes with Jose at work. We Mm -hmm. see how he interacts with Pierce. We see the dedication and the hard work that Pierce displays. So were you surprised that Jose could just stab Pierce in the back like that?
1: The thing is that we... We often see the betrayal as the pursuit. Mm-hmm. I would say that Jose tried very hard not to pursue Naomi. Mm-hmm. But once a woman pursues a man, like the man basically says, well, you know, I did as much as I could. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think he sees it as a betrayal, rather just an unfortunate circumstance. He, mm-hmm. I don't think he's weighed in that there was a moment where he could have said no.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, Naomi she was she's right when she describes him as an easy mark absolutely yes, there's yes. no ease he's there's no chance that he could reject something like that so exactly. I don't see him as somebody that you know I, obviously you know this is irresponsible behavior so he I, I I I hope for the redemption of the character that he'll come to terms <laughs> with these kind of things but maybe not maybe not i met people that are like bound to this for their whole lives. You know, They're, they they right. can't stop making this mistake. You know? Oh
0: gosh. I know. And We want to see Jose do so much better. You know, we yeah. really do. And it's that's
1: what it's- good character It's a well-written character oh, that you okay. want to redeem. Yeah. It just keeps, you know.
0: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for that. And you mentioned Naomi um, saying on her mysterious phone calls that he was an easy mark. And it's clear that, um, from episode one of season one, Naomi has been putting this plan into place for quite some time. So she's been studying not only Jose but studying Pierce as well. So she kind of understands and knows what it's going to take to get Jose exactly where she wants him. And she yes. knows, being that seductress, she knows using her charm and her beauty is going to yield the results that she's looking for. And they did. <laughs> absolutely. <So. laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And
1: I think, um, you know, uh, that 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 character just has those qualities that he won't be able to deny. She's beautiful. Mm-hmm. She's uh, in her voice. You can hear that sort of uh, a little bit of innocence. Yep. You know, um, and that's just like kryptonite for a guy yeah. like those so.
0: Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Now, switching gears from Naomi to Maria. It's clear Jose still has feelings for her. So how frustrating do you think that must be for Jose?
1: Well, because I think that this is where a man um, has to admit that what he truly wants is a match. And Mm -hmm. Maria is his match.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: She is his match because she did to him what he had done so many times mm-hmm. and even though there is something and, and, and actually you can see this across the board when men think of when we tend to think about a woman being unfaithful there's a part of us that finds it so repulsive because we don't know how to deal with that that dynamic mm-hmm. we don't know mm-hmm. how to be subjugate you know like subjugated in that regard but but then, you know, there's something attractive about that, too. There's a power in Maria mm-hmm. flipping that on Jose.
0: Yes. yes so he yes. sees,
1: I think he's, you know, that's why he's attracted to her. Because mm-hmm. he can't deny the power that she has over him. Because she did exactly what he does. And it's surprising. It's like a new, it's like that beautiful woman that meets a man that doesn't, you know, hit on her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? And she's just like, wait a second. I've, I'm used to just everybody always commenting on my looks and, you know, and there's just one person Mm -hmm. who doesn't, Mm -hmm. that automatically stands out. I think Maria does that to Jose. She breaks the the ego. She breaks that shell.
0: Yes, exactly. And Jose was having Mm -hmm. a conversation with Cornell and Sean, and he was saying to them, like, she changed me. Like, we all know Mm -hmm. Jose was wild as eva put it you know like he you know when it came to the ladies it's like he was dating he was a serial dater so it's like for maria to you know actually change who he was and what he was used to was it it, it was it was hard for him to accept like you said it's like he she did to him what he is often doing to women and Mm -hmm. he could not handle that she's a worthy opponent of, yep, absolutely. And, and,
1: and you know, we are, we are naturally attracted to a worthy opponent.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, such a good point. So what do you want to see happen between Jose and Maria?
1: What I want to see and what I, what I kind of enjoy about a dynamic between two people like, like that is sort of an honest conversation.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know,
1: like an honest conversation where they both kind of shed their egos and understand what they are to one another. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, I don't. I, I don't want them to end up together uh, mm-hmm. because that's terribly toxic. And poor <laughs> Carlos. You know, I know poor toxic.
0: Carlos, right? Oh, not I would just like yet. them.
1: I would like them to kind of be honest with each other and become mm-hmm. good friends. Mm-hmm. You know, and understand mm-hmm. that. Hey, I get you. Yeah. You know, maybe we shouldn't be together, but there's a bond there. That's what I want to see.
0: Yeah, I like that. Good. What about what you want to see between Jose and Eva cuz they have their dynamic too. And throughout season 1 they're constantly arguing about Maria. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it puts them in the situation where it's just draining. It's it's just it's just a lot. So what do you want to see between those two?
1: I actually would like it if if um I want to see Mari- I want to see Eva kind of like um understand that that Jose is not a good idea you know and I want her to kind of realize that um it's just not gonna you know it's not gonna change mm-hmm. you know there's and- something I, something I like about Jose is that there's like a tragedy yeah. there a bit yeah. of a tragic element to him you know the yeah. way I see it at least and
0: and it's like Eva knows that it's like she she often says like it's not going anywhere like I know the family history it can't you know evolve into anything but she still hangs around so hmm. I see that story
1: as like Eva's growth she's becoming the woman that she's gonna be yeah by understanding the limitations of a man like Jose. right attractive but that comes with limitations and it's her growing process that I see there
0: exactly now I often laugh Every time Jose says that he just wants to move on, we should actually tally how many times Jose has said that in the (laughs) series so far. He just wants to move on, move on, move on. He must have said that like 50 times already. (laughs) He's trying to
1: convince himself, like, I want to move on. Right? It takes a lot. It takes a lot to move on. I've I've been through a divorce, you know. Yeah, so moving on time. implies a lot of self-reflection mm-hmm. and very painful process of understanding, you know, what you were in that marriage and what yep. you want to be and what you learned from it. And mm-hmm. and I don't know if he's willing to do that work.
0: Oh uh, uh, good point. Good point. We'll see. <laughs> yeah we will see so <laughs> it's clear to the audience from season one episode one that naomi has something in store for jose she's upset about the way he goes to her sister michelle aka shelly which caused michelle mm-hmm. to turn to a life of depression and drugs how do you think everything will unfold and do you think naomi will succeed in getting her revenge
1: i actually think that naomi is uh, is very hurt Mm-hmm. But, I don't think she understands what she's getting into. I think she's yeah. over she's in over her head
0: mm-hmm.
1: and mm-hmm. I think she's gonna end up um it's gonna it's it's gonna be that whole transference thing of you know what she feels about her sister, yep, you know, and then getting re- sexually involved with jose
0: yeah
1: it's it's gonna be really a huge psychological wreck
0: mm-hmm. there's a
1: lot there's a lot more toxic behavior for that young lady.
0: Oh, my gosh. So I don't know
1: if she's going to be able to do her plan. I think it's going to end up costing her more than what she actually bargained for. But
0: yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I know. We'll see. So the audience will have to stay tuned. And that's actually a good segue into what I was getting ready to say next. So as it stands, the cast only receives the scripts they need for the week. So does it make playing this role easier or harder when you don't know what's going to happen?
1: I'd say it's easier now. At the beginning, it was a little bit difficult because mm-hmm. it's funny. I saw Jose... I, at the, the, you'll, you'll notice in the first few performances, I really tried to play up how serious he was, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that it was like where he wants to be serious. I'm actually yep. thinking of it that way. Yep. When he's with Eva, he wants to be that man, mm-hmm. a good man, you know, yep. uh, uh, that faithful man. And then just with every time he he just falls for for Maria
0: mm-hmm. and then the
1: whole Naomi, he just starts to, de- you know, his, his demeanor starts to change. And I can only see that now. So now I'm much more aware of who that character is and how I play him. Right. I play him with a little bit more of a of, you know, of, of, a little bit more of an arrogance, you know, yeah. than I did before. It was, you know, so I, I think that but at the same time, it's really good because. I'm following the story as, <laughs> you know, as as a as a audience will. Right. And it's exciting because yeah. I'm like, where where is my character <laughs> going? You know, I feel like I'm sometimes in that situation, you know, so yes. it does, I think, bring out a better performance.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. So in keeping with the laundry theme, <laughs> we are about to play a game and this game is called Wash or Nah now there's only one rule Daniel you have to be honest so I'm going to tell you how to play okay all right I'm going to name something and you're going to tell me if you wash it by saying wash but there's a catch if you say wash you have to tell me the last time you washed it now keep in mind that wash doesn't have to mean washing it in a washing machine so if you Uh don't wash it you're just going to say nah and like I said you got to be honest so that sounds easy
1: right so this is is one of those things that like sounds easy but then it's gonna creep (laughs) up on me i'm gonna find that in the middle of it like oh boy
0: i always have such a good time playing this game with everybody i'm like oh my goodness okay (laughs) Okay. so i so if 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 listeners that you've been following along with every after show, we learned that Chamel George, who plays Pierce, is a a clean freak. We learned that Howard, who plays Cornell James, really doesn't wash stuff a lot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We found that Lauren, who plays Renee, is just like her on-screen love interest, Howard, where... It doesn't really wash a lot of stuff, so I'm interested to see where you fall in all this. Okay, so. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> all right,
1: so
0: all I'm right, throwing I'm throwing something out there. So your pillows, not your pillowcases, but your actual pillow, wash or not? Nah?
1: Nah, I, <laughs> I, I wear them out for like three months and then I throw them away.
0: Throw them away. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, you can't wash that. No. And I don't even know how you begin to wash that. Like,
0: And then when you do, they kind of get all like, you know. No, like, no, that's
1: a terrible, I, I Yeah, think like the stuffing kind of falls
0: on one side and you can't flatten it out anymore. It's just. No, yeah. no, it
1: loses its form. It's it's pretty much. A that's a health hazard right there. <laughs> I'm keeping
0: that around all right so you seem like a man who likes to get dressed up every now and then so what about your ties or like your bow ties wash or not uh
1: actually i don't wear ties really i don't have that that's that's that miami
0: vice look there exactly (laughs) oh no no no
1: there's nothing around the neck i mean if i had more chest hair i wouldn't the first two buttons.
0: I was I'm about to say. No, how, I don't have how, enough.
1: I don't have enough chest here to pull that off. But yeah,
0: I was just about to ask you, how far down do you unbutton your shirts? no, nah, you I mean out? it's
1: just one <laughs> one button, you know. But I'm I, again, if I, I I wish I had more confidence in
0: the chest here. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> Love it. All right, so I don't know if you wash your dishes or if you use a dishwasher, but if you wash your dishes, you know you put the dishes in a dish rack. So how about that dish rack? Wash or not.
1: Nah. Okay, so the dish rack rack is where you put the dishes that you don't want to wash right now. <laughs> is oh. That, is that the idea? Because well, I kind of use case, it after I
0: finish washing the dishes. I'll let them Yeah, go I would say, okay, dry. yeah.
1: I know I, I wash them. I <laughs> They're in the sink and then I put them in the dish rack and then they just stay there to okay. the next use. Like, I'm not even putting that away. <laughs> that like, why? That's funny. like, that is a. Uh, That's a perfectly Um, good cabinet right there.
0: (laughs) Hey, I mean, you know, it—it's—it's a convenience factor. You know, you don't have to like it is. Yeah, this is just right there. You know, arm level. You don't have to reach up.
1: (laughs) Honestly, I mean, for me the perfect kitchen has no cabinets below the waist. Mm. Okay. Nothing. I don't want nothing below that the waist. Thing. Everything <laughs> weighs up. I need it to it's be like, able to reach it or it up. doesn't exist.
0: <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. Well, I don't know if you wear baseball caps or hats, but they don't fit. Not? They don't
1: fit. I have a big head. So <laughs> if they don't fit. I remember there was one time I met a, when I was living in Cartagena, Colombia, uh-huh. there was this guy selling hats, and I told him I will pay you whatever <laughs> you want if one of those hats fits me. Oh goodness. And I was so confident, none mm-hmm. of them fit me. He was the last one. He was like, "Look, it kind of fits," Let, and he almost mm, broke no. it on my head. But no. <laughs> like no, no hats. <laughs> No oh my Danny.
0: goodness. No hats for Danny. Oh boo. Mm-hmm. I know. All right. And what I about your <laughs> right? Oh that yeah. They're so oh,
1: good looking. They look so good. I, I'm <laughs> jealous of anybody who can
0: pull off a hat. Right. <laughs> what about your favorite pair of jeans? Wash or not?
1: A wash, okay. Yes, and I washed them. The last time that I washed them was uh, last week. I, I do my laundry once a week.
0: Okay, we got one more. This cool. is gonna put you on a spot a little bit, but who is your celebrity crush if you have one?
1: I mean, look, I, I, this might sound like very, very cliched, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I think that there's only one person. I'm not, I'm not big into celebrity, like you know, I'm, I'm not a, I don't go crazy over celebrities, mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm um but there if i ever ever was in the vicinity of beyonce i would lose <laughs> my mind that's that's the only person that i would show because right. i really know and, it, and it's nothing because I mean, yes, she's beautiful great performer mm-hmm. but i think that like lemonade is a just a war a masterpiece oh it's gosh, a work yes. of art like it was yes. just i have seen it so many times i use mm-hmm. it in when i was teaching english like use it in my classes like i just like just oh my god just this whole thing of, of you know that just what a, was such a so unique piece horrible. of work
0: yeah and beautiful yeah the beehive would love you yes no yeah. no so
1: yes beyonce would be the one person that i would that would go i would just i would treat her like royalty
0: oh beyonce if, if you're I ever listening met that's it daniel that was, all right yes, yes. so a if big beyonce fan. Big, big fan if she kissed your cheek, wash or not? I think I know the answer. Never, never, <laughs> never,
1: ever again. I would like put like one of those tattoo patches. You know, when right? you get a tattoo, they like stick a bag to you. Yes, and that's what I would shower with. Be, like,
0: I love it, right. Beyonce kissed me that, right yes. here. <laughs> I and everybody love has to it. Live with that. I love it. Right. Right. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for playing a lot. I always enjoy playing this game with everyone. I think it's so fun. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. This is a lot of fun. It is. Me too. Me too. Now, before you go, tell us what other projects besides dirty laundry that you're working on or have coming down the pipe, or maybe it's something you previously worked on and want to tell the listeners about. I know you said prior to this, you really didn't have a lot of experience, but is there something that you're proud of? Uh,
1: Actually, um, I'm trying very hard to get on stage and do stand-up. Sam comedy
0: um
1: and I've gotten together I think my first five minutes so pretty soon I will be debuting that uh and seeing how that how that feels you know Um, I want to get the feel of the stage because I've been writing jokes for a while now and Uh and I uh just want to feel um that that experience because you know um and I want to get good at it. So, so uh, oh you know that's gosh, the beginning of, of the journey right there. So
0: I love it. I'm yes. Very excited. Please keep us posted. Cause we are going for to sure. support right listeners. We're going to support. So yes. Thank you again, Daniel. I had such a good time. You're so fun to be around and you are just doing an amazing job with Jose. Thank you so much for joining me tonight.
1: Thank you so much for, for giving me this opportunity Brooke, and, and uh, it's a wonderful character. It's a wonderful Uh, it's a wonderful audio drama uh,
0: and I'm very very
1: I feel very fortunate to be a part of it so thank you so much for having me
0: you're welcome and thank you Listeners, you can catch Dirty Laundry on my podcast called Script Out Loud. Script Out Loud could be found on most streaming platforms. You can also check out my YouTube channel called Brookby Presents Script Out Loud. You can follow me on Instagram at Tarsha underscore aka underscore Brooke or follow Brookby Productions at Brookby Productions. I air Dirty Laundry episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And don't forget to tune in next Saturday for our next Dirty Laundry after show, where we will have the amazing and talented Nicole Smoot, who plays the role of Lisa Cottrell. So don't miss out until next time.